0: Hey, Grounds for Discussion podcast listeners, we need your
1: help. We're looking for ways to engage with our audience, and we'd love to hear what you think. Send us your book suggestions for future episodes. We'll read and review them, and maybe even include your review on the podcast. You can reach us with your suggestions at groundsfordiscussionpodcast at gmail.com.
0: We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.
1: Welcome to Grounds for Discussion, a book club podcast for the average joe.
0: Welcome back to Grounds for Discussion. I am Becky. And I'm Laura. And today we are talking about the book, The Mysterious Benedict Society, by Trenton Lee Stewart. And this is a young adult fiction book, um which, you know, we've done here and there, but this is one of Laura's, uh, like, favorites, right, Laura?
1: Yes, I, yes, I definitely, um, I would say it's, it's, I can't remember if it's the first one that Nathan kind of subjected to me, but Mm -hmm. I remember, um, you know, before Becky met Nathan, I wasn't really, I don't remember reading a lot of young adult fiction, Mm -hmm. and then, of course, you, you know, Nathan, Becky's husband is, um, Elementary teachers, yeah, so he reads a lot of young adult fiction mm-hmm. just because he has to. And he recommended this book, and I it may have been the one that kind of got me into like, well, maybe I, I could read some young adult and yeah, it would keep my interest. I just thought it'd be just way too kid, you know, too too young, right? You know? Right, um, but there is some really good young adult fiction out there mm-hmm. that's really entertaining and fun, yes, so
0: and you know, there's a lot of uh, it can look surfacey, but there's like things in it that you can learn and yeah. grow from. So, yeah, I think yeah. we'll talk a little bit about that um, later on. But you were telling me about something that I thought was so cute uh, with your kids that you're doing. Um, oh, so um, you were saying that you're gonna go and get coffee or a treat or something with Asher later.
1: Yeah. So, okay. I don't know about you, but when I have to do something with all three of my kids, like all three of them need to go to the doctor, or all yeah. three of them need to do something, I just—I mean, I know that a lot of people would be like, "We'll just get it over with." Well, I find it like kind of annoying to have to all three kids. <laughs> like, I don't like—I don't like doing that. Just, I, know. I don't know. Like, it's just it's a thing. you have to fill out three sets of paperwork, yeah, and you gotta, you know. Anyway, yeah. So um, it's more stressful. <laughs> It is. I don't know what that's about. Like, I don't know why it's such a big deal. It's only three, but Still, I, yeah. Anyway. three times the work. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times I'll try to kind of break it down where I'll take each kid individually to do something. Uh-huh. Um, we're coming up on back to school, of yeah. course, and all, mm-hmm. the, they, all three of them need haircuts. Yeah. So this week we've been, I've been taking each of them to get a haircut, and then after that we go and do Almost like just a little date where we get a little snack or something and just sit down and have our snack together or whatever. Yeah. Um, So this week, I've been taking each of them to do that. And then after that, we go to Wawa. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, I mean, kind of hilarious to me because I didn't. I'm like. It's a gas
0: station. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But. They have some good stuff. I've yeah. I've been surprised. <laughs> I've been surprised.
0: Such as and, what? Um, like treats or like?
1: Yeah, like they have, well, they have like, um, you know, sandwiches that they make there. Okay. order or, you know, like the kids like their chicken nuggets uh-huh. or just things like that. Um, and then they also have handcrafted coffee. So you can order a, you know, a, a cold brew latte or whatever, yeah. you know, just yeah. all this different stuff. And um, they make it there, you know, to order. So, and they're pretty good. I was really, really kind of surprised. I'm like, I, yeah, hey, you know, a huh. few prices, and they're 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 pretty decent. So, I mean, that's pretty
0: um, cool that they do handcrafted um, drinks, like to order. Yeah, that's surprising. You know, do does every yeah. Wawa do that?
1: I mean, I don't know, but the ones around us do. Okay, so, huh. And I had I really didn't know Wawa. 'Cause I don't think we'd ever lived by one.
0: Well, um, they were in um Pennsylvania when I went to school. So I only know them through you know, well, like as yeah, a I East... knew they were
1: I knew they were up there. Yeah because I remember Meg talking our our brother Dan, his wife Meg. Yeah. I remember her talking about love she how she loved Walla coffee. And yeah. I just thought she meant like, you know, you go into a gas station. Right, right. And they have the big pot of <laughs> coffee that's been sitting and I'm thinking that's weird. That... Why would
0: you want to... You know, like... <laughs> yeah. How can that be better? <laughs>
1: how, how could that be good? Like, why would you, like, purposely seek out? Right. You know? Right. Well, you know, come to find out, she was probably talking about this. Yeah. Like, huh. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, because we had never had Wawa. I don't think... If they're in Tennessee, I never saw it.
0: I have... They might be. I don't think... Maybe on the east side of the state... Because I think okay. I saw I some saw when we went to Gatlinburg, I think.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But I could be wrong. But you know my my all-time favorite gas station that also has coffee? Ah, uh, yes. Bucky's. <laughs>
1: Bucky's. And you have
0: to say it that way, too. Bucky's. Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> I That's love awesome. that place. I don't know why. I just do. And it makes the, it's a highlight of the trip. If we have to go somewhere. That's
1: hilarious. So I you have to stop at Bucky's and try their coffee. Well, I, I did finally go to one because we have one in St. Augustine. And I, oh, tried one. I can't remember where we were going. Okay. But we, we stopped. Yeah. And maybe it was on the way back from Orlando. But anyway, um, and I, could, I had a little bit of trouble because, mm. like, most of the store is okay. But then certain parts... Um, where They have the uh, loudspeaker. And, oh, you know, orders and stuff. yes, it was so loud. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, uh, yeah.
1: I was like, Oh my word, I can oh, understand I that. that. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand I that. Was okay, with it, I didn't love it, but I was okay with it. But Jude and Ben, especially, have like auditory uh, issues. Yeah, like they don't, you know, loud noises. Yeah, so they were like, We. We gotta get out of here so what it's you're great. saying okay. is
0: <laughs> they need headphones if they visit yes, again
1: correct yes <laughs> but i was surprised because when you go into like the kind of like you know home section of the store yes it's much quieter yes and i don't know how they did that but
0: yeah maybe because that's not where people are waiting for their food or something yeah. i don't know
1: i thought that was pretty impressive
0: yeah yeah
1: but anyway so you like their coffee?
0: Yeah, coffee? I tried their coffee once and I liked it. I'm trying to remember if they have, like, uh, what kind, because I only got it once and it was a while ago, so I'm trying okay. to remember if it was, um, like, what kind it was. I think it was maybe from a machine. It wasn't, like, okay from a pot, um, yeah,
1: because I, I I can't imagine that you would be happy. No, just
0: I wouldn't even you
1: know, I'm gonna wouldn't somewhere. even
0: entertain that yeah. thought. You know, no,
1: neither <laughs> would I. No. not worth it. I'll go without.
0: Uh, exactly. Yes, I'd rather go without. I'm
1: such a snob. I'm such a snob.
0: I am too, but anyway. I'm okay with it.
1: You know. Yeah, you know, at some point you go. This is me. Yeah. And what
0: want to gonna do? I like good <laughs> coffee, and I cannot lie.
1: i do have to say i think i do think it's funny like people who are like black coffee drinkers and they think that that's the only kind like that's the real coffee yeah because i while i totally get that at Uh the same time like we don't criticize people for liking um (laughs) ketchup with their french fries right you have to eat it with order french fries yeah you know like yeah. We're not gonna order our French fries unless we have ketchup because we want something to dip it in. Right, you know? right. <laughs> How's it any different? I like coffee with stuff in it. Exactly <laughs> uh,
0: Yes. Preach I'm just, it. That's right. I'm just Laura. putting that out there. I say it. Just say it. <laughs> For all those creamer haters. <laughs>
1: Or for all those people who feel sheepish about not drinking black coffee. Yes.
0: It's okay. okay to be you and to love your coffee, no matter what it is or what's in it.
1: And it's okay to drink black and not care about any of that. That's
0: right. That's right, sister. Yep. (laughs) You do you. Yes. Anyway. So what about this book, huh?
1: Yes, but before we get to that. Yeah. I just wanted to say, I got... We got the sweetest message.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes.
1: So my mom, this is one of my mom's friends. Uh-huh. Ann Culver. Shout out to Anne. Hi, Ann. Hi, Ann. Um, hi, Ann. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she sent us a voice message. Mm-hmm. And I guess you can do this on the Anchor, uh, if you're listening on Anchor. Yes. Um, so the I'm not sure how it works on the other... Platforms. Right. So I don't know if you can do that on the other platforms or not, but you can on Anchor. Yeah. So if you listen on Anchor and you want to do a shout out to us or tell us what you thought of a book or, you know, disagree with us about something, yes, which I'd be totally done with. Yes. Um, you of know, course. send us a message on Anchor. Yeah. It's it's a nice little feature they have. Yeah.
0: So, so if you but want to, to contact us, you could do it that yeah. way, or you could do it through just um emailing us grounds for discussion yep. podcast is that what it is laura yes grounds okay.
1: for discussion podcast at gmail
0: at gmail yes yep so, so you know um, reach out
1: yeah reach out tell us what you think and yeah tell us about books you're reading or what just whatever and mm-hmm. i just thought that was so sweet yeah such a sweet message it was and
0: it was encouraging said, too i mean i it really was i loved doing this podcast with you, I yes. absolutely love it, but when you know that other people are encouraged by it too, or like, just like listening to it, it kind of spurs you on, you know, and you,
1: and yes.
0: just makes you want to do it even more, even though you know yes. that we're having fun. <laughs>
1: right, but we're like, are we the only
0: ones having fun? Right, <laughs> you wonder every once yeah. in a while,
1: but, yeah,
0: um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just nice to know that someone else appreciates it, and
1: yes. yeah, yeah,
0: and is listening. And my, so
1: my favorite thing that she said was that she felt like she was sitting down talking to our mom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was
1: like, oh, that's so sweet. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I like, know. I love that, too. Like, that's like the best compliment. Yes. You
0: know? <laughs> yes. And then I was like, I wonder how I sound like mom. I probably sound like mom all the time and I don't I know. even know it.
1: I know. I'm like, oh, I hadn't th- I know I sound like my sisters. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't. I'm not sure. I realized I sounded like my mom. That's awesome. Anyway, so pretty funny. But yeah, I just wanted to do before we jump in. Yeah, yeah. So sweet.
0: Yes. Thank you, Anne, for that. We yes, appreciate it.
1: We do. <laughs> um. So okay. So jumping into the book. Yeah. Mysterious Benedict Society. hmm Um. This is my. At least second read, and you had read it before as well.
0: Yes, this was my second read.
1: What was different for you this time, if anything? Well, like it was the same read.
0: I didn't remember a lot of, um, of the storyline. I remember just the gist, you know, the overall concept of it. But this time, I messed myself up a little bit because I watched the Disney Mysterious Benedict Society series. Um, and what happened was I started the book and then the series came out and it came out with the first two. So as a family, we watched the first two and then I was behind in the The first two books. Two. So it was the first two books. No, the first two, um, like like episodes. Yeah. Episodes. Okay. So then it was the story in the, in the Disney series was kind of ahead of the book. And I did not appreciate that. I did not like that. I was like, yeah, I, I gotta, I so gotta that. get ahead, you know? So like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of pushed myself <laughs> to read past like really quickly because I wanted okay. to finish the book before we finished the series. And I did eventually, like I, you know, read through it quickly, but, um, I, I just feel like in some ways that messed me up a little bit. And okay. I wish I had just, I wish I had had time to read the whole book before I watched any of the series.
1: Gotcha. Um, well, this will be interesting then because um, you've seen the series. I have not seen it yet. Yes. We just um, got Disney Plus again. Ooh, okay. So I, I will be watching it. Yeah. But I haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah. So I don't want to do any spoilers for you. But there, in the beginning, I feel like it, it follows the book pretty closely i love the woman who plays um number two love her okay oh my goodness um but as it goes on it it differs quite a bit i think i think the overall concept is still there but they kind of dive into um some of the other characters and kind of just make up stories about them and oh, then okay. there's certain, yeah, there's certain parts that are different. So, okay. yeah.
1: I, well, good to know. Like I said, I'll be, I will be watching it. Yes. I just haven't yet. So.
0: Yeah. And especially since I read the book closely to when I watched it, I was like, that didn't happen in the book. That's not how it happened. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I was really critical That's of awesome. it. Maybe I was extra <laughs> critical because of that. That's but funny. Yeah.
1: Well, it's what we do as book readers. I know. Critique the that's right the movie and the you know
0: that's right. Um, if you're basing it anyway, off of a so book, then expect me to critique then, it.
1: You know, <laughs> use the book. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm. Just, I figured maybe I'll just give a, a brief little overview. Yes. So the book is. Um, it starts out at, with the kind of the main narrator who is Raynard. It's called Rainy Muldoon. Yep. And he. Um, he is an orphan who is kind of watched over by this woman, who I don't think she's any relation. She's just kind of a um, almost like a nanny type figure mm-hmm. in his life, which I didn't totally understand. Like, I think at she at was. Times. I was like, I'm not just sure. Just also his tutor, so
0: she was. You know.
1: Okay, so maybe that's how they connect. Yeah, but I wasn't. I was like, wait, how do you guys know each other? Anyway. Yeah. Um. So he has this tutor in his life, who's kind of his really only like significant person in mm-hmm. his life because he lives in an orphanage. And at one point, he sees um, that there's an advertisement in the local newspaper that says, "Are you a gifted child looking for special opportunities? And if so, basically come to this address mm-hmm. or whatever." And so he goes, and it's a series of tests that sort of, um, some of them are kind of like intellectual, and some of them are more almost like physical, and some of them are, they are all these different like tests that that, that he has to go through. Mm -hmm. Um, And through the course of that, he is winnowed down with three other kids into this small group, Mm -hmm. and it's led by a man named Mr. Benedict. And Mr. Benedict basically come to find out is trying to stop a big disaster that is coming that he knows about um and it's all very kind of nebulous and like we don't know exactly what's happening here we just Mm -hmm. know there's someone with malevolent intentions who is sending out these bad messages and he's trying to do something evil to society um so basically they end up um, kind of training these kids a little bit and then sending them to this institute that is led by the person who they think is sending out all these bad messages. Mm-hmm. They're sort of like um, uh, like subliminal messages, almost, mm-hmm. that are being sent. So they end up in this place called the Institute, and uh, these four kids do together, and they're basically like spies for Mr. Benedict. yeah. They're trying to figure out what's going on, why are they sending these bad messages, and what's the big impending... Thing that's going to happen yeah. that's going to just be really bad for all of us.
0: And them. they only communicate to him through Morse code. Like, he taught them Morse yes. code. So they would communicate yep. at night with, like, a flashlight or whenever they could talk to him.
1: Yeah, they would, like, flash their flashlight out their window because they had it was uh, the Institute's on an island and so from the mainland they had people always watching right. the messages from these four kids. Mm-hmm. So so yeah that's the kind of the basic premise of the book yeah um where do you want to go first
0: um well you mentioned a little bit um the the man who was behind all of this um yes and i think we should talk about some spoilers
1: (laughs) i think we're gonna have to yeah
0: so um here's your chance to push pause if you want to Um, so you come to find out that the man who is, um, in charge of these messages or sending out these messages is using media. So, you know, radio, TV, any sort of, um, entertainment to, uh, brainwash people pretty much. Um, and you find out that this man, his name is, uh, What is his first name? His last name is Curtin.
1: Ladropha. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, You find out that he is actually twins or brothers with uh, Mr. Benedict. So. Yeah, they're
1: like um, separated at birth, so they didn't know each other existed.
0: Yep. And um, I, yeah, when the series came out, I think it was the first or second episode, they revealed that right away. And I was like, whoa. Oh, wow. That's fast. Okay. But one thing that really annoyed me in the show was that, um, so uh, Curtin, Mr. Curtin, it, he is in this wheelchair and he's always wearing these big sunglasses. And they chose not to dress him in that way. But there was a specific reason why he was that way in the book. And it explains it and it makes it more interesting, I think. So, yes, um, I was kind of disappointed in that.
1: And I'm also curious uh, as to why they would reveal that Mr. Curtin and Mr. Benedict were brothers right away, because um, it's such a great moment when the kids get to the Institute and they meet at the the Institute and for a minute they're like, what is going on yeah because they think it's Mr. Benedict uh-huh and so they're like oh no who do we trust right right like, this is the guy who trained us and now he's here at the institute mm-hmm. what is going on and then it takes them a minute and they realize okay it's not it couldn't be Mr. Curtin yeah it, like they, they finally figured it out and they realize oh mm-hmm. Mr. Curtin has a, like Mr. Benedict has a twin yeah yeah and he didn't that he didn't even know about right so it's really kind of a cool moment yeah when they're sort of like they don't know who to trust anymore
0: right right
1: yeah and they do they do mention that and
0: they do reveal it in the same way like he comes into the class well yeah he comes into the classroom so they do reveal it that way but I just felt like it was really early on to reveal it I don't know I don't know that was just my opinion maybe yeah
1: yeah
0: but um All the kids at this institute are trying to become messengers is what they call them. It's like a special role and nobody knows what it is or what they do Mm -hmm. or why you even want to be a messenger. But everyone wants to be a messenger. So Rainy and um, Sticky. Did you talk about Sticky? The other kids? I haven't
1: introduced the other kids. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about them first. So there's. So there's
1: four kids that make it through the test. Yep.
0: Uh, one is Rainy, which you heard a little bit about. He was an orphan, just a a really good kid, you know. Um,
1: yep. Kind of really bright. Yeah.
0: And then there's Sticky Washington, which his name is actually George Washington, but everyone calls him Sticky because everything that he reads, he remembers or
1: yep, it um, sticks. <laughs> can
0: recall. So it yeah. it all sticks to him. So that's his name. And then um. Kate Weatherall is another one, and she she was a fun character. She was always yeah. carrying around this bucket, and the bucket had everything she thought she needed in it, um, just, like, random things. And it just reminded me of, like, well, it reminded me of Ellie, but just, like, any kid, you know, Aww. that, like, carries <laughs> around a bucket. They got their bucket, you know. Like, I Ellie actually brought a basket with like a bunch of junk in it to Michigan when we traveled and I was like That's oh my hilarious. gosh it's like Kate you know <laughs> so hilarious. anyway um and then Constance countryre was the other um character and she was <laughs> she was hard to love very um like she's going to tell you cranky. what she thinks she's always cranky yeah and yeah. all these characters have to work together to figure out what's going on and how to help and yeah I I I liked that theme of we yes. don't necessarily get along as people but we have to work together here everybody has their strengths everybody has to you know just buck up and okay we might not like how Constance is talking to us right now but she has her her traits that are worthy that are you know gonna help us yeah so um yeah those are the four main characters and their their personalities really come out throughout the book and it's just fun as you as you read more about them to learn who they are how they work and um I won't say what the twist is at the end but one of the characters at the end <laughs> I was laughing because it's like oh my gosh I, I never saw this I coming and I actually had forgotten I... about it so it was oh, it was pretty fun to like re that's
1: Probably the one thing I did not forget about the book, I didn't remember yes. a lot of the book, but the one thing I remembered was that because the first time I read it, I it stuck out to me so much, and I thought it was so funny and so yes. clever, yes, that I I I told Ben about it. I'm like Ben, you got to hear, yeah, it. this this ending is hilarious. I mean, I, I it just it really stuck out to me. I'm like, and oh it's so gosh, weird too. It's like, oh my now. goodness. <laughs> Okay, all right.
0: That explains so many, a lot, you know.
1: Yes, it made sense. <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah. So do you want to talk about just like kind of the the characters, like which one sort of maybe you identified with most or who you felt like Yeah.
0: I I felt like yeah. I probably identified with Kate Weatherall the most because okay. I feel like she doubted herself a little bit because she, okay, so to go through all these tests, as you read them, you're like, what on earth? What are these tests? Like, get to the end of the house or get to the stairway and ring the bell. And it wasn't a certain amount of time. I can't remember. um, Yeah. But it was like this really confusing house and, and the lights would turn off and... And you couldn't see and all these different things. So you had to figure out how to get to the top of the stairs and ring the bell. Well, you know, everybody used their set of skills in a different way. And Rainy is incredibly smart. Sticky is incredibly smart. Constance just does whatever she wants. And Kate was really the one who had to use things in a different way and she yeah. saw things in a different way. And yeah. I identified with that. Like, I might not be the top student in the class. And I might not be as stubborn as Constance and get my way just because I'm so stubborn. And I say whatever I want to say. But Kate, yeah, I, I get that girl. <laughs> I get that. I love it. You know, she can use what she has, the resources that she has, to get what she needs. So, I just feel like, yeah, I, I could see myself in her.
1: That's so interesting. I love hearing that because I wasn't sure. I'm like, I don't know who Becky's going to identify really? with. I'm really?
0: Really? Sure. Well, who yeah. did you identify with?
1: Well, you know, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, at first I was thinking, well, I think I identify most with Rainy. Mm-hmm. But as I thought more about it, I'm like, well, I might actually be more of a sticky. I was just going to say,
0: I think you're sticky.
1: Yeah. Because Sticky, he can like remember random things, Yes, you know, like remember stuff and that kind of thing, but he doesn't always know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he sort of, yeah. he'll sort of come up with the answer and not know that he has the answer. And he's like, well, that's it. You got it. And he's yeah. like, what? What did I get? What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And so I think I kind of identify with that a little bit because um, you know, I can sort of like remember things or or come up with things, but I don't always know that I yeah <laughs> might be onto something. Yeah. Um. Whereas, I, yeah, and I just love how these four characters kind of make a statement about intelligence.
0: Yes. Um. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so many people I think grew up thinking that they're not smart because they don't have a certain kind Mm -hmm. of intelligence Mm -hmm. and these kids are so smart but in different it's all in very different ways and the interesting
0: thing is um that we test for the rainy kind of smarts yes but all of these kids made it through for one reason or another so it's interesting that that. you said that
1: i love that i love the statement that that makes Mm -hmm. because uh, you know Rainey is a um, he's a puzzle solver mm-hmm. so he he might not always know the right answer because he he studied that thing right he just goes through in his mind okay well what could this mean yeah what mm-hmm. could this be something else and how would this fit into the puzzle right and he's a puzzle solver he moves the objects around right he figures out how they work and he he and he comes up with a solution mm-hmm. where and, and that's very much a, a form of intelligence mm-hmm, obviously mm-hmm. sticky on the other hand he just reads everything mm-hmm. and he just kind of absorbs all this material Yeah, and um you know yeah he, he he's there when you need kind of a, uh, an answer for something
0: because yes. he remembers it right
1: so and that's another kind of yes. intelligence and then kay is she can do things with her body that are just yeah. I mean that is definitely another kind of intelligence. Right. She can just kind of like figure out a different way around things mm-hmm. by using her body. Mm-hmm. And I just that doesn't resonate with me at all. Right. And I'm so amazed by that. You know. Why well, so that part of
0: it concept. doesn't resonate with me? <laughs> yeah. But you know. But
1: just. But yeah, she she kind of thinks, okay, well, I've got to find another way around. Yeah. This, you know. Yes. Um. And then Constance, she well, first of all, she's uh, like she's quite the little poet yeah I mean, a lot yeah. of what she says right yes and it's really cute Yeah. Like, uh-huh. just cute little rhymes and she'll just come out with them on the fly yeah you know she hasn't thought about it mm-hmm. um and she has a very strong will yes so she's going to get her way mm-hmm. on things mm-hmm. um And even though that doesn't sound like a form of intelligence, being able to stand your ground, I think, is a form of intelligence. I
0: think if you you don't necessarily have the rote memory of Sticky, but you think, I am going to pass this class, or I am going, like, you have the will to do it, I think you can do it. And that's Constance. That was her whole attitude if she wanted to do it she's gonna do it if she didn't want to do it it wasn't happening you weren't gonna
1: you weren't gonna make you know i mean (laughs) no it just so i love i just love the statement that the main characters make about who we are as humans and that there isn't just one kind of right way yeah to to be intelligent yeah and that we all have something that we can contribute yeah even if it feels like something small
0: yeah i actually looked up um like the symbolism behind their names, because uh, I was thinking about this and I was like, this is interesting, you know. Like,
1: yeah. is there a. All the names are very unique. All yes, of the names. Yes. The yeah.
0: And I was thinking, is there a reason that the author named, you know, Rainy, Rainy? So I did look up some information and I, I um, found that Rainy is actually, well, uh, Raynard which was his, you know, real name, um, is similar to a French word. Um, I I don't know how to say it. Renard, maybe, is how you say it, but it means fox. So, you know, Ah. Rainy is very clever and quick, and in that way, he's like a fox. So I thought that was cool. And then Sticky, obviously, because everything sticks to him. He remembers everything
1: but why 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 George Washington yeah
0: I know um I think George Washington when you think of George Washington you think of you know this man who like you put him on a pedestal a little bit and I think Sticky had a lot of high expectations from his parents um
1: yeah
0: and maybe that could be part of it he just
1: yeah. How do you live up to the name George Washington?
0: Exactly, exactly. So
1: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: And then Kate's, I loved. Um, one person said that she, um, her last name is Weatherall, and she's always playing with you know like her last name and um, she. Yeah. When you think of Weatherall, it makes you think of weather, like the word weather all like weather at all so she she is very resilient you know she's resourceful she she can weather it all so I thought that was kind of (laughs) cute and then Constance Contraire I mean it just the name alone yeah makes you it sounds
1: contrary yes
0: yeah she's like totally you know she contradicts people she she is yeah a pill but in a fun way to read, like, and, yes, I mean, if you were, if it was real life, I'm sure I would be like, oh, my goodness, get me away from this yeah, girl, you know, Child,
1: I am going to yeah,
0: you yes, <laughs> please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was really fun, you know, to think about why the author named them the way that he did. So yeah, yeah. And then did
1: you have a favorite? Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I was, I was going to say, um, Mr. Benedict, they never say his name in the book, but did you figure out his first name based on the book?
1: I did, um, original, the first time around. Okay. Okay. Um, because, spoiler alert, there's actually a code on the back.
0: Yes. And that's how you figure it Um, out.
1: And that's how you figure it out. And then in the next book, I think they,
0: they they say it. it Yeah. But yeah.
1: But I thought that was Um, so
0: cute to have like a little code in the book. Yes. Like,
1: and there's actually, I in my copy of the book, um, and I don't I don't remember in the original copy, because I have one that has the Disney characters on the front. Mm. But um, in my copy of the book, it has actually a um, quiz in the back of yes, the book.
0: Yes, it does. Take, Mine does, too. Which I thought
1: was so cute. Yes. Anyway.
0: Yeah, like, one, like a test that they would have taken. Yes. Like, yeah. what is this? And Morris code. And which one of these things doesn't fit in? You know? So, yeah, that was cute. I liked that.
1: And in fact, um, after the series came out, they came out with a, a puzzle book that you know, oh, really? society like a. You go through the book and you. Oh. It's, it's puzzles, and in the end, it, it solves one big puzzle. Oh
0: my goodness! Um, my kids would love that.
1: Oh Beck, I have it. You I'll do?
0: Lend it to you. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yes. Oh, of
1: course I bought the puzzle book. <laughs> yes,
0: they would love that because we've been watching it, you know, together as a family. So. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll I'll lend it to you. For cool.
0: Sure. Awesome. Thanks. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was gonna say, what do you have a favorite relationship in the book? Because each hmm. of these characters relate to each other differently. Yeah. Um, not just the four kids, but right Steve Benedict and. Um, his assistants, their their names are well. They call him Number Two. Yep. Who I I think that's like a nickname based on her physique because isn't she really like kind of tall and skinny?
0: Yes. I think yes. if I'm remembering correctly. Uh huh.
1: Um, and then Rhonda Kazembe, which I don't. I mean, I'm assuming that's just her real name, mm-hmm. but she's an assistant as well. So she's kind of always around Mr. Benedict, right? So far. Um. And you find out they were actually um people who had gone through these same sets of tests. He's been doing this for years.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And so, um, but the timing had never quite been right to send a group, and they had never had just the right group of kids. Mm -hmm. They needed all of these different types of intelligence Mm -hmm. in a team to send to the Institute. So anyway, um, so did you have, like, a favorite relationship between the characters of how they Um, connected or interacted?
0: I a couple of relationships that I thought were interesting. I don't know if like I had a favorite one, but, um, the relationship between number two and, uh, Mr. Benedict, I thought was interesting because she, I mean, she wasn't like a mother, but she wasn't like a, she was more than a friend. She, she was like, she's constantly there for them. And you find out like, I think pretty early that he has narcolepsy and yeah. so you know she's always taking care of him and always thinking about oh is he going to fall he needs to sit down he needs to do this you know yeah. so I thought that was an interesting relationship I I also thought that And then were... in the U US... What oh I'm sorry. No, go ahead.
1: I was going to say and then in the end you find out I I believe he's adopted both Rhonda and number 2. Yes. Did he, did he adopt them? Yeah. So then it makes sense you're like, "Okay, that's exactly how you would act as an adult child mm. to a parent that you felt was fragile."
0: Yes. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But um the other relationship that I was thinking, well, two more. <laughs> Sorry, long long answer here. Um no, I love it.
1: was I love hearing your thoughts.
0: It's just fun. <laughs> um the relationship between Constance and uh, Mr. Benedict, because yes. Constance really got under everybody's skin, but he just loved her and thought she was hilarious, yes. and he just yes. he was like, this mission couldn't go on without Constance, you know. Yes. So and
1: they're like, why? Yeah. We could definitely do without her. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Mr. Benedict, you know, but, and the, I think, I do think they, they still had affection for her, but yeah. he was always, I mean, he was, he was delighted.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean,
1: he just, he, it was like, yeah, I, I, he just, he just, he found so much joy yes. in her as mm-hmm. a human being, as a person. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Which yeah, was I strange agree. to me a little bit only because she yep. was so annoying at times it was like wow but that's
1: that's exactly what i was gonna say back was that was one of the ones i was gonna mention really because well, i feel like that is such a picture of god in us mm. because
0: <laughs> it's so true
1: like, yes I mean, she is such a pill we can, be so, and I can be so annoying <laughs> So contrary and so no, yes i'm gonna do my own thing god yeah yeah and he is so delighted in mm-hmm. us yeah. He just delights in us and how he can do that. I don't know, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, so that kind of reminded me of, yeah. Like, you know, that parent child relationship yes. or that God and us relationship yeah. of, you know, I don't care what you do. I delight in yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. You're so precious. That's you know?
0: awesome. Cause I did not make that connection or think of that but it's so true well, i'm not That's... even sure
1: i did back this kind of stuff comes out when we talk i
0: know anyway
1: because <laughs> it's like i oh you know what that sounds like yeah yeah
0: yeah Mm-hmm. so i mean yeah i can be so annoying and so like okay nobody wants to hang out with me right now i can tell you that
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm a grouch right now i'm a grouch but know?
0: god still loves me yeah. How precious yes. and tender, yes.
1: So, okay, let's move on and talk a little bit about this whole message thing. Yeah, that's in the book. Mhm. Um. So there's there's all these kind of like subliminal messages that are being sent out. And you come to find out that part of the reason these kids were chosen, too, is because they're um, very sensitive to the messages mm-hmm. and they sort of um, it's not as subliminal for them. Right. And so what I mean, what do you think about I mean, do you think the author is trying to say something about our society or do you think it's uh, just. kind yeah. of a?
0: Yeah. I definitely think that there is a, a message there. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Because, um, I think our society is so used to, if, uh, yeah, I think our society is so used to uh, hearing things that we don't necessarily agree with. And there's been a lot of things that have been said recently about like, well, that's your truth or. Um, yeah. you know, we make up these phrases that make it quote unquote okay to disagree, but in reality um it's not true. Like yeah. and I think I think I've been more sensitive to that lately because number 1, we had a message at church about um you know, the uh Jesus and we're doing a series about Jesus and the I am statements. Um, and one of the I am statements that we talked about was, um, I am the way, the truth, the life. And, uh, <clears throat> he pointed out the fact that it doesn't say I am a way, a truth of life. I am the way. Why would he say the, because it's the only way you can't have multiple truths. There's one truth. Yeah. And you know, you can't really get around that when you're talking about the Bible or salvation. Um, Or if
1: it looks like there's multiple truths, then they're not in opposition.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So if
1: it looks like something is like, not, you know, if they're, if if they're, yeah, then they're, then they're not in opposition. Those must be able to coexist. Exactly. You know, so yeah. Mm Yeah. So, you know, I've been a little bit sensitive to
0: that recently. And I think, Um, I also was listening to a John Piper devotional. I love his podcast. He talks about, um, technology and one person had written in the question of, uh, my family spends a lot of time watching TV and playing video games. And I feel, you know, what do I do with that? You know, because I feel like that's not me and I don't want to do that. And, um, he talked about, uh, just how far we've come away from just, uh, you know, when you think back before we had TV, before we had radio, before we had all these things that we just watch constantly. Consume.
1: Always consume Yes.
0: Yes. You didn't have any of that back a long time ago. And so you were more able to fill your brain with things that were true things that were right things that were pure and lovely and admirable and praiseworthy and um i think slowly in some ways our technology is turning our brains to mush and turning our hearts to stone <laughs> i just think yeah. it's it's uh, i mean
1: i definitely tend to feel that way a lot too um However, I always have to remind myself that technology, like anything else, is a tool. Yes. And so it can be... Yes, I think most of what is um, kind of out there, if if you're just consuming and not paying attention, yeah, it will be stuff that will turn yep. your brain to mush. And it will be stuff that's not good or wholesome. Or right. Big. But if you're intentional about it, mm-hmm. it's another way to input the good and the pure and, yeah. the, and the wholesome and lovely and the, right. Know, yeah.
0: There's, I will you know, your, say that John
1: Piper podcast and your are all of this. Yeah. Stuff, so yes. much available that is good and holy and pure. Yeah. And you have to be intentional. And yes. so often I'm guilty of that, of just consuming yeah. unintentionally and realizing, you know, I, I need to be more discerning.
0: Yeah. You know? I think it's um, become okay for Christians to not be discerning when it comes to uh, TV shows or movies or music and I yeah. fall into that category as well I just finished a yes. series on Amazon that I was like I can't really recommend this to people because there's this and this and this and it but the storyline was good that's what I always come up with and then when he was talking I was like oh crap like wow that is yeah. a total conviction moment because I just consumed how many hours of this show that isn't good for me, that I won't recommend to anybody because of all the trash in it. Why did I do that? I allowed myself. And you know, I, yeah, I have to, I have to be willing to, um, to see that for what it is to ask for forgiveness, and to move on. And that's the hardest part for me, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: But I I do think that there is, it makes, this book makes you think about that. Like, what am I consuming just automatically without even thinking? That might even not necessarily be bad, but it's taking away time from what is good.
1: Yeah. So I I love that saying about the the enemy of Best is not good, or is not is not bad. Mm. It's good, you mm-hmm. know. There's plenty of good stuff out there, right? But it's in conflict with, you know, what is the best for me right yes. now. Yes, yes, you know. Um, and not that, not to say that we can't take a moment and enjoy something. No, for entertainment, not though.
0: at all. You not at all.
1: Can. We just have to be discerning. Yeah, we can't just you know, consume without thinking. Yeah. And I, I definitely am guilty of that at times where it's like, it it definitely plays to your, um, the side of you that just wants to exist and be able to turn off your brain for a minute. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because so often when I sit down for a minute and I just want to be, I just want to be entertained for a minute. Yeah. And that's honestly the truth. I don't want to have to think. Right. I don't want to, it's like it's like that's work and I don't want to do that work right now. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we're never given that luxury. Mm-hmm. I don't see that in scripture. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see a scripture telling me to captive every thought.
0: Every thought. That that's is difficult hard work. <laughs> that's yeah.
1: hard work. Yeah. And I don't want to do it sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, the choice is up to me. Am I going to obey that or not? You right. know, and so so often right. I choose to disobey that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to do the work.
0: Yeah. I'm right there with you because you know yeah. it's hard and yep. hard isn't fun and you don't always want to do it. <laughs>
1: and sometimes I have to remind myself that this is only for a season. Yeah. This period of time that we have on this planet. Yeah. This is the battle time. Mm-hmm. This is the time for action. Mm-hmm. There will be a time for rest. Mm-hmm. There will be a time where I don't have to take captive every thought. Right. I don't have to work every minute to be on, to be on God's side. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But that time isn't here yet. And I so often want to pretend that it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Got a little preachy there, didn't I? I
0: No, because (laughs) I, am I, this has been a topic where I have, just been convicted lately. So I am right there with you feeling like, you know, this is something I need to heed this warning, you know, like I need to, yeah. I need to change. I need to grow. I need to, um, like you said, take every thought captive and continue to strive to do that and not, yep. not fall back into the temptation of whatever, whatever, I'm just going to
1: turn my brain off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like you said, it's not bad to like watch, (laughs) watch a show where you don't have to think, but like for me, I think I have allowed myself to watch too much. Um, and, and I've just kind of slipped into, oh, well there's this, but that's You know, it's not a big part of the story or there, you know, I've just allowed myself more and more until I reached the point where it's like, wow, this show is just mostly horrible. Why did I even watch it? You know, so I think that a lot of people can probably relate to that. Um, Yeah, because we're all we're all sinners trying to to. walk (laughs) Christ yeah to walk with God so yeah
1: on that note for anyone who hasn't seen The Chosen oh that is a wonderful one you must have started it it (laughs) it
0: yes because as soon as I started watching it I was like telling people about it because I thought it was so good um
1: yeah total sideline there but anyway yeah um but (laughs) this is the kind of I mean that's what I love about Um, this book and young fiction, young adult fiction in general, is that you you would think what could you possibly get out of this mm. that's more than just a cute little kid story? Mm-hmm. There, there's more than you would think. And yeah. It, you know, there's there's some really good um, young adult books. Yeah. And I just, will say,
0: yeah. even for us, like, we were like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sometimes
1: we sit down to talk about these books and we're like, so what do you want to discuss about this book? And we're not always sure. We kind of came up with, I don't know.
0: yeah, we came up with not a lot. But as you talk it out, you realize yes. what There's what depth there is
1: to it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So. Um, so are you ready to do some rating? I sure am, girl. Okay, I'm gonna have you go first though. Yeah. You go ahead and you go. Okay.
0: Ahead and so for this book we um we do um uh we rate it in coffee because this is a Coffee talk. Come on. Um, so coffee, baby. Yeah. So, number one would be Folgers because we hate Folgers. Number two is, um, eight or I'm sorry, um, Dunkin' Donut. Number three is eight o'clock and number four is Javalia. And then number five, which is the highest ranking, is Pete's coffee, which we love. So, um, out of those. Uh, five rankings. I am going to give it a Javalia. I okay, really nice. enjoyed the story. I thought it was fun. I liked reading it, even reading it years later, you know, even though I've read yeah. it before. Um, I think I gave, I, I kicked it down one from a Pete's just because I kind of messed myself up, like I said, with the mm. watching the, the show. Um Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I, I wish I wouldn't have done that, but because of that, it kind of tainted my, my reading enjoyment a little bit, okay. but I still gotcha. love the story and it was still fun to read. So there you go. All right. So what about you? Well,
1: Jav- yeah. Javali is respectable though.
0: That's oh I mean. yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, for me. Yeah. I, I'm sure you probably have guessed, but it's a, <laughs> yes. it's a five. Yeah. Um, I just, it, it's just such a, a cute story. And the, ki- and the kids are just so engaging yes. and cute together. And, mm-hmm. um, I keep saying cute. It's maybe that's not the best description. Some people are going to go, Oh my God, yeah. I want to read a cute book. Right. But, but it, it's more than that. There's, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot more to it than you would think. And, yes. um, I just, yeah, I just feel like it's such a fun read. And, and like with young, most young adults, Maybe not all, but most young adult. You don't have to worry about there being any garbage. I right? Mean, it's just, it, you know. Yes, I love that. Yes, so,
0: any kid um, could read this book, and yes. you know, it there would be a fun read. In there
1: where I'd be like, you know, don't let your kids eat this. No, exactly none of that. Right. Um, and I also love all the puzzle components because I'm a puzzle person. I know. So I think it's really fun that there's all these little puzzles and little extra things and you know, the test in the back that you can take and just all this stuff. I just think yeah. it's super fun. Um so, so I and, the, agree. and the whole series is that way. So Yeah. Yeah. So I'm giving it a piece. Awesome. Yeah. So I think that's all for us today. Um, But, yeah, we would love if you'd join us again. Do you want to tell our our next book if if you want to? I can do it if you want to. Yes.
0: So um, our next book, uh, I don't think either of us have read before, right? No. Yeah, it's it's a new one for both of us. So um, it is called Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. um, And it's written by a man named Nabil Qureshi. Um, Yeah, I think so. It's N A B E E L, and the last name Q U R E S H I. In case you want to look it up, but um, it's about this Muslim man who finds Jesus. Um, so I think this will be a really, really good book. I'm I'm excited to read it, and um, I am too. Yeah.
1: It's, um, nonfiction. Yes. So it's, a, it's, you know, it's yep. a real life story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just, I've heard a lot about it from a few different places. And so I thought, well, I really want to, I really want to read that. And I thought it would be a great one for us yeah. to read together.
0: Yes. So you can join us next time on Grounds for Discussion, where we uh, discuss the book Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. And we would love for you to uh, reach out to us and get in touch with us. If you have any questions or comments or encouraging words, or if you want to leave us a five-star review on um, Apple Podcasts, you can do that as well. So thank you for joining us today on Grounds for Discussion where the coffee and the books are a perfect blend.